yes, it is happening. Um, truth be told, I don't know anything about podcasts. I don't know anything, but I found out how to somewhat make one. I have the equipment, and I'm going to give it a go. So, yeah, welcome to the Legend of Boom Fantasy Football League podcast. Um, I'm your host. I'm Joey, man. You don't, I'm not Joey199931, so don't get it twisted, but hey. It's going to be a fun season. We've got a lot of stuff to do. Today is just the introduction episode. I don't got much going on, but maybe just do a couple predictions and thoughts on, you know, what's about to come up in the season and everything. But, oh, obviously, after the draft and everything, I'll be able to kick kick it up a notch, right? So, we're going to go and uh, see what we can get into here. So, um, obviously, yesterday, the... NFL and the NFLPA agree to terms on some sort of safety plan or whatever for COVID. Really not important to me. I just kind of wanted to make sure that we were getting football. And yes, there will be football this fall as of right now. So that's good. And obviously, more importantly, there's fantasy football. Because without that, holy pisser, man, I don't know what I'd be doing. Like, obviously, like, without sports the last few months, we've been able to keep ourselves somewhat entertained. But, like, man, fantasy is a different story, right? It's... We would all, like, be very upset if there wasn't a season of fantasy football. So, obviously this episode, our draft hasn't been completed. It's tough to look into teams and schedules and whatever, but I guess I would just go and I could talk about, like, my thoughts about last season. I can give you guys some rookies I like and don't like, free agent signings, all that stuff, right? Bold predictions, uh, some gossip about maybe some member switching in the league, and player predictions uh, could BG repeat. Maybe if it was Dynasty with that team. I don't know. Repeating in fantasy football is pretty much the same thing as doing it in fucking NFL. Actually, don't say that to, you know, a couple teams have done it. But maybe uh, NHL. I'm pretty sure teams have Penguins. Ah, damn it, man. Anyway, it's hard, okay? It's really hard. I haven't even won a championship, let alone back-to-back, okay? So I can't even be talking about that. But yeah. I mean, obviously, there's not a lot to get into in this episode, so, but I'm just kind of giving it a test run, and, you know, I'll go from there. So, uh, yeah, let's get into some thoughts about last season, I guess. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if we're talking about last season, first and foremost, congrats to Brody, because let's be real. We can all be real with ourselves. There's a lot of good people... They kind of just know the ropes of fantasy, at least when our league with everybody, right? And there's always guys that are going to be having good teams for the most part. The year before, Brody got absolutely mangled with injuries, right? Comes back and wins the ship, rightfully so. I mean, that team was, man, that was, that was crazy. That was an amazing football team that he put together, top to bottom. Like, I pretty much fucking helped the guy. Like, I should honestly be getting half his ship because I fucking traded the guy my whole team and got ripped in every deal, so, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, first things first, you know, congrats Brody, and, uh, hey, enjoy it, brother, um, for me, last season, it was really rocky, top to bottom, I traded my whole team into the dump, I knew right away when I watched Neller come out of that draft room with Baker, it's like, hey, these guys are out to fuck me this year, like, who would, th- who would do that, there was a little bit of hype, and then look, I went out of my way and traded for him, and he stunk, fuck, so yeah, for me, not the best season. That was the first time I ever missed a playoff, so... I don't know. I better come back strong this year. Comes to, uh, you know, everybody else, though. Legro was another heartbreaker. I mean, how many times can you keep coming back? 
because it's really tough. I because I, I haven't even like personally been there with 12 people in the league. I made the finals when there were six. I wouldn't have even counted it if I won. No offense to Adam. Keep it. Count it all you want. But I wouldn't have counted it because to me, I'd rather win with 12 people in the league, right? It's a little harder. Like, geez. I don't even remember my receivers, but they were all wide receiver ones, so it wasn't that hard to get a good team. But <clears throat> Lego will be back. We know that. Uh, obviously, some... Weird shit happened last year with that Chargers backfield, which led to Knack literally shafting Clark. Like, I will give it to Knack, though. He played a smart strategy in the way he went for Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler to, you know, because Melvin Gordon was holding out. And uh, I will admit, at the same time at Clark's pick, there were the best names he wanted were just all snagged right from him, right in front of him. And it was kind of just like, uh, do you take that risk on Melvin or not? Ultimately, didn't really pan out, but now Nack has Austin Eckler, right? And, I mean, you've been hearing him yap about it nonstop. But the problem is, he had Kamara, and it's just, I, I, I don't feel the threat, right? I don't. If you would have, like, done damage with that Kamara keeper, then, yeah. But you're literally keeping Eckler in a higher round now. So it's like, it can happen, anything can happen in fantasy. So, you know what? I'm not knocking Nack. Fuck, Nack knows what he's doing too, so. But I'm just saying. You don't gotta be scared, boys, because it's about keepers, because. Ultimately, anything can happen. We've seen it happen time and time again. I mean, I kept Saquon last year and I didn't make the playoffs, so that's really good. But yeah, last season was interesting for top to bottom for a lot of people. Um, one division just super close, right? And then the other one, it's just like you can definitely tell who's the better division. And that's kind of how we've seen it work in a couple of years. And I mean, you got to feel for some people who got shafted right off the hop. I mean, for me, I'm not even asking for pity points, but Lamar Miller tore his ACL. But that is nothing compared to Smith drafted Andrew Luck. I mean, this guy is considered one of the top five QBs in fantasy and he retires, he retires. So like, that's crazy. That was really bad. And right from there, you kind of knew Smith's his ship was going to sail downwards. It's really hard to bounce back from just losing a quarterback, your top player, like top, top quarterback right off the bat. So, yeah, it was a really weird season. I mean, this upcoming one's about to be crazy. I mean, we have Brady on the box and everything, but I'll get into more of that kind of later. But, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of going to wrap up last season thoughts. I mean, I'm just, you know, rambling on a bit about that. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to this season coming up. Last season was crazy. But... I don't know. If I, could, if I could win a ring for once, it'd be really nice, but... Never know, I guess, brother. Never know. <clears throat> Man, how basic are these, like, interludes between these scenes? I love it. It sounds like I'm just the most generic podcast you've ever heard. I, like zero amounts of like my own taste in this, but I'm just, I'm fucking around. Before I get into the next thing, which is going to be some rookies, I kind of liked where they landed and, you know, some rookies I didn't. I want to say that I'm definitely going to, you know, continue with this podcast and, um, you know, I will be having you guys on this uh, podcast too. I'll be having some guests every week and stuff, but uh, I'm going to make a, like a little corny ass theme song for it too and stuff. So, That'll all be coming. This is just, you know, 
I woke up like on some Phineas and Ferb shit. I knew what I wanted to do today and it was start this, so that's where we are. Anyway, that was random. Some rookies I like and some rookies I don't like. Well, I'll start off the bat. Rookies I like. Um, Jerry Judy. Is that selfish of me to say? I don't think so. Um, I'll give you a couple quick points on Jerry Judy. My opinion, one of the best route runners I've ever seen coming out of college. Um, similar to Amari Cooper, right? Uh, Cortland Sutton already is a wide receiver one in this league. And you really can't double team and leave one of those two guys open. <clears throat> Only thing is, a lot of mouths to feed. But at the same time, I think Judy's just kind of one of those receivers that you'll see. Like, he's going to be like a wide receiver one. Him and Sutton are like 1A, 1B type thing. Sort of how Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders were when Manning was... I'm not, you know, Manning Locke, I'm not saying that, but... You have, you know, I could go on and find other examples. Jordy Nelson, Devontae Ad. That's kind of how I see this working. Maybe not right away this season, but I think by halfway through, I think Jerry Judy's going to start really gelling. I don't know. I really love Judy right from the hop. as just a route runner everything. He really reminds me of Odell Beckham. Besides the crazy one-handed catches. Because route running, his burst, his quick first step, everything. Like, the guy's amazing. That's me boning Jerry Judy. Sorry, boys. Sorry, knock. Hey, whatever. Kinlaw's gross. Don't worry, brother. <laughs> Another rookie I like. Um, this one kind of goes without saying, right? But Clyde, how can't you like? That has to be the best fit in the draft. See, what I was thinking was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire ends up on Tampa. I would have been really scared about that. I didn't even think about Kansas City, man. Um, I don't even got to say much about that. All I know is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's... Really tough runner. He's tough to bring down. He's shifty. And compared to Brian Westbrook from your head coach, Andy Reid, you just know he's going to abuse him. Look what Kareem... Imagine Kareem Hunt was, you know... To me, Clyde is better than Kareem coming out of college. Kareem Hunt got thrown right into that KC offense right away. If it wasn't for his off-field stuff, he would have been still rolling. Uh, but yeah, Clyde's going to be bad. I don't even want to imagine. But I think Clyde, honestly, if... Depending on when he comes in and starts, I think he can already get touches week one. But maybe not right now. I think he finished top 15 this season, though. I think he could. Definitely. Um, I'll give you one more rookie I like. I'm um, just kind of... Oh, okay. Brandon Ayuk. <clears throat> I love Brandon Ayuk. Mainly for the point that I thought his... I was, because obviously Denver was going to draft receivers. So I've done my homework on this receiver class. I've watched, you know, everything, about everything, right? The thing I loved about Ayuk was I just think his first step off the line, the way he's able, like his release is what I'm talking about, the way he's able to get separation in a Kyle Shanahan type of offense, him and Debo are going to complement each other really well. And Shanahan's really creative with his offense. We've seen like guys like Dante Pettis break out in it, Marquise Goodwin. So, I mean, if I'm looking at Ayuk's skill set, I think there's no doubt this guy's going to be a good fantasy player. And that receiver room doesn't have a lot of talent, so, and let alone veteran talent, right? So, no, I'm not down to knock because you obviously have Kittle. He'll take, he'll take targets. It seems like Raheem freaking Mustard or whatever the hell is going to be staying there now after asking for a trade, whatever that whole debacle was. And truthfully and honestly, I think there are fair targets for Debo and Ayuk this season. So that's another rookie I like. I think that's a good place where he ended up. Now, who are some rookies I don't like? Um, 
kind of a tough one. I mean, I could go really obvious with some of those QBs who I don't think are going to start, but I'm not going to go that route. Denzel Mims? I don't know. I really thought Denzel... There's supposed to be something about Denzel Mims that I'm missing because he did slip a lot, but I really liked what I saw from, from everything I saw from Denzel Mims. But landing in New York, I mean... I, I don't know. Adam Gase, to me, is still a disaster. That team in New York is still kind of... I just don't really even want to go near. Obviously, yes, Robbie Anderson going clears up a little bit, right? But to me, Darnold hasn't really proven to be this top prospect everyone was talking about yet. He hasn't been given a truly fair chance. Le'Veon Bell obviously was supposed to bring in... We're not really comparing Steelers' Le'Veon Bell to Jets' Le'Veon Bell because what we saw was nowhere near. I don't think they're using him the same way or whatever, but I don't even think he's the same type of runner in general. Um, other than that, I don't really think I would touch Denzel Mams. I don't know if he would even be drafted in our type of league, but right, he's a rookie. So, um, Another rookie that I do not really care for. Uh, I'll be honest, though. At least right away, DeAndre Swift just because of on Johnson. And I truly think DeAndre Swift is fully capable of being a three-down back in the NFL. Obviously, Detroit was going to be willing to groom him along a bit with on, and I wouldn't be surprised if on doesn't get resigned or whatever the case may be. As of right away, unless on goes down, he does have a little bit of injury history. You could take a swing on DeAndre Swift, and it could work really well in your favor. As of right now, though, in that committee in Detroit, I don't think I would really want DeAndre Swift. He might be a good flex option, but he was probably... Nah, Clyde was probably my... No. I honestly think I had Swift at three, because I had Clyde at one, Dobbins at two. Yeah, and Swift was my third. But regardless, they're all really, really top talents, and they're all going to be RB1s, I think, eventually in the National Football League. But as of right now, in my opinion, I would avoid DeAndre Swift. It's a good, like, risk. It could really work out in your favor. But if I had the option of taking any other of those running backs on the board, I don't think I'd like Swift for someone who I was so high on earlier, right? And if I'm going to pick another QB, no, another QB, another rookie, I don't like, kind of gave it away. Um, as a year one, I don't really know if I care for Joe Burrow. I mean, he could be an interesting option, but we just really haven't seen... Yes, he threw 60 touchdowns in a season, right? I mean, but that LSU team in general, not even offense, every starter on that team got drafted to the NFL, which has never been done before. So... That team is loaded top to bottom. Weatherboro, he has weapons. He has T. Higgins, A.J. Green signed the franchise tender, Joe Mixon, uh, right? And I just really think that offense is going to be hit or miss. Burrow is either going to come in and have a respectable rookie season, or I think it could be a disaster. Um, Joe Brady, who's in Carolina right now as our new offensive coordinator, was huge for Burrow. Burrow's even stated that. I'm not saying Burrow needs Joe Brady and whatever to be his offensive coordinator, but I'm really interested to see how he works with Zach Taylor. I just don't know if I would be, you know, all in on Burrow. But yeah, those are the three rookies I like and don't like, so. But I mean, it's really up to you, right? Everybody likes their own type of guys. I have my guys I like. But those are just trying to see how the scenarios work and where they landed. That's how I can make a case against some of those guys. But really, it's a really strong rookie class, especially when it comes to offensive players. I think there's going to be a lot of guys from the next couple of years even. 
And another thing that I didn't really mention is, yeah, I don't like those rookies, but that's of this season. I'm not, you got Dondre Swift sitting there in like friggin' 12th round or something. Something happens to carry on within a year. Every time somebody ends up getting a really good running back keeper, it's because they were in a committee the year before or a rookie the year before, like once again, Nack and Kamara, right? So this could be another situation with Dondre Swift, I think. But at the same time, as of right now, this season, I don't think I really care for him. But as a keeper value, if we're going to talk about that, that would change everything. But we're just going to keep it as talking about this season. And uh, next thing, I'll move on to some free agent signings. I'll touch on those a bit. So if I'm going to talk about some free agent signings, depending on if these are lies or not coming out of Atlanta, but I really do think that Todd Gurley's knees better. Not 100%. Arthritis is going to be there forever. I mean, fuck. You're not getting rid of no arthritis. But, like, I do think if they don't run him into the ground like the Rams did at the start of his career, like, Todd Gurley is an unbelievable running back, but I don't think he's a guy that's capable of taking 400 touches a season anymore. You use him in the right manner, it's going to work out in your favor, I think. That's kind of what I like. I mean, I don't know. If he's there in that mid-second, late-second range, and you're looking at a running back that you might go at, and they're flying off the board, why not take a swing? You're going to have to grab that handcuff. That's going to be, obviously, one of the... That's going to be one of the top things on your board after that, because you need the handcuff if you have Todd Gurley as your running back. Another free agent signing I like. I mean, man, Cam Newton. Stiddy. Hey. Jared Stidham is not taking the job from Cam Newton. And, like, you can't even tell me in the slightest that, like, this guy is going to take snaps from a former MVP. I mean, obviously, the Patriots were waiting out on something. But, either way, the guy is going to be, maybe not MVP form, but I don't see how Cam has gotten much worse. If the injuries are truly behind him, he's not a bad quarterback. That's a good, and fantasy-wise, I mean, he obviously doesn't really use his legs as much anymore, but depends how Belichick uses him, I guess. I think Cam could actually end up being I mean, a good QB, too. Why not? Another free agent signing I like. Give me a... Uh... See, the thing is, you got to give me some, because I don't even know half of these free agent signings at the top of my dome. So I'm really looking at a list right now. I'm being 100% honest with you. And I'm just trying to kind of find it some... Oh, okay. Well, obviously not a not a free agent signing, but DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals, I think, doesn't really change his value. I think the guy is just wide receiver one or two in fantasy wherever he goes. Um, if we're talking about another big couple, two other trades, receiver-wise, Stephon Diggs I think will be nice in Buffalo. Because they've kind of been missing that true number one target. I mean, think if John Brown was a good fantasy option in Buffalo, then Stephon Diggs definitely will be. As for Brandon Cooks, I still need to see a a turnaround from him because there's a reason this guy is bouncing team from team in the league. However, Bell O'Brien really doesn't want to look like an idiot from some of these offseason moves. And from what I've read, read, wow, I'm like three years old, brother. From what I read, they actually do believe in Brandon Cooks to turn it around and that he still has the same type of burst and everything that he did in New Orleans when they drafted him. 
those are some free agent signings I like. Um, there are some free agent signings I don't care for as much. I mean, they're more under the radar type stuff like Devin Funches. I don't really think in Green Bay you see him really, you know, do anything really. I don't think he's really got it anymore. Philip Rivers also. Um, obviously, he's been good fantasy quarterback, but I think we're seeing his arm go, especially this next season. Uh, I think Brady is still going to be Brady. I don't think you see much of a change in him from last season. He'll probably finish that QB, I don't know, 12 to 10 range. I think that's fair for him. Other than that, I think that's probably good for most free agents, I guess. Alright, so next I'm going to hit us with some predictions about us as the boys. Uh, since I've been starting fantasy, or at least since Trunz got in here, I noticed that he always has a tendency in the draft, at least that first year. I mean, that, hey, you don't draft running backs, you're not going to win, brethren. You learn that the hard way. But last season, at least, the approach he took was much better, and I think he's learned now. So I think, it, and I already know Trunz is a person, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to this sport. He's got a good mind for it, so I think you'll definitely see Trent as one of those guys who's always going to be making appearances in the playoffs. But if I'm going to go way too early prediction of someone I think is actually going to win the league this year, I'm not here to psych anyone out and give away anybody's draft strategy, but I've obviously talked to a lot of you guys about what you're thinking and everything, but man, Ben is in position to be so dangerous that I'm scared. Shitless, kind of, but like... Benny's always been that guy who's unbelievable in the, you know, regular season. And then right around the semis or those, like, that's those final weeks. Everything just goes wrong for him. But now, I don't know. This year, the way his team is sort of looking, we haven't been talking here and there a bit. And I don't know. Just based on those top three players he might be landing, it's, uh, I'm a little worried. I think if I'm going to go with a way too early guy who I think is just going to blow I don't know, my favorite right now, I think Ben. Just based on, like, the draft hasn't done anything, like, based on, basically, knowledge of keepers and where they pick in the draft, I can't really go off of much. But I can go that Ben's usually always in those top positions. He's always got a good team. I think you look at that, plus the position he's in right now, I don't want to give away his strategy and anything, but he's, he's looking good. You'll see on the 25th. You'll see next month. Uh... I don't really want to get into too much gossip in the league, but there may be some shifting of players around. Um, I'm yet to really get into it, touch into it. I don't have much information on if it's been decided yet, if it's been told to select a person or players that, you know, we're going to be going in a different direction. But um, I guess I'll keep you updated on that. I'll be like a news fucking station for this league or something. But as of right now, I don't have anything on that. I don't even really know if, you know, Commissioner Clark has come to a decision. But I do know that um, either way, it's going to be, you know, as long as, you know, we're all there and we're able to see each other and... Everybody puts in the right amount of effort to playing this, and it'll it'll keep going forever, right? Because that's what we're kind of that's what we're going for. We'd like to keep this for tell world fucking men. <laughs> and in all honesty, you know, I'm gonna wrap it up here. It's 
my first ever attempt at ever doing anything like this. It's probably going to turn out like, I don't know, not too good. If you have heard my fan in the background, I apologize. You know me, <laughs> you know when the Pearl Harbor is bombing, the fan is in the background. It's solely because my room is a sweatshop. That's about it, boys. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how often I'll do a podcast. Maybe every one or two weeks. Maybe when the season starts, I'm going to be doing them every week. But up until the draft, I don't know if it'll be one next week. Maybe week after or week before the draft. But yeah, be honest with me. If you think it's a pile of piss dog, tell me because I really don't care. But if you think it's good, then I'm going to keep doing it and I'll get some boys on the, I'll get some guests on the show. This app I have for it, it's basically like um, a phone call. Yeah, I have my headphones in. You're going to have to have your headphones in if you come on for a guest as a show. But basically how it'll work is I can add you to the call and we're in a podcast together that I can save the recordings. So it's really easy. It's not like we're going to have to be in the same building like our old shows, which, you know, they were good. And if you think, like, I'm not about to get real creative with this and some throwbacks from the shows, like, nah, Game Ball will be a thing, you know. Well, shit will be a thing. So don't worry about it. And even that little goat that was at the beginning of the video, I might even make, like, a segment for the goat. Like, who's the goat of the week? Well, how could you be the greatest of all time of just a week? I don't know. I'm way too baked for this right now. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, boys. This is your host, Joey. I'm signing off. I'll be talking to you guys real soon. Uh, start your research. We are a month away. So I'll keep you guys updated on if anything else happens. Other than that, stay safe, take care, all love. Bye.